Welcome in, welcome in, welcome friends to the newest edition of Three In, Three Out. What if the most spectacular Seahawks pregame show in the multiverse? I am your host, Clinton Bonner. Find me out on Twitter at Clinton Bonn. I am joined. You know, you know him by name. You know him by his smile. Even though it's a podcast, you can see it coming through. The one, the only, the great Brandon Schultz. Find him out on Twitter at Seahawkers Pod. And since this is what if, since this is the multiverse of all Seahawks fandom, we of course have the protector, Mr. Phil Leidick with us today as well. Brandon, going to kick it to you. We just wrapped three and three out, you know, getting over the high of the, of the Niners drubbing and it was a drubbing. And now we, now we kind of just get ready for this. It's, it's already, we're recording on Tuesday. And the game is in like two days. Another banger versus the Rams at home. It's action green time, baby. What's up with you, Brandon? I know I'm not going to compare us to the players because they have a significantly more difficult time that where they have to recover from the previous game to get ready for the next game. But I, I can feel some of their pain, right? Because here we are. It's it, We're turning things around. We've already put the Niners game behind us. And now we're here talking about the Rams. Just like that. I, I, I'm in recovery mode myself, I feel like. I think you're right. So, and with that, we're going to have a bit of a truncated, everything gets shortened, right? This this whole week. It's like, we got to tell the truth Mondays and, and you got to get ready to rock and roll and start studying up to somehow protect, you know, protect ourselves versus Aaron Donald. And I said the word protect. That means a bringing, bringing in the protector, Mr. Phil Leidick of the Seahawks multiverse, Phil we got some fun games to play, some what if to play this week. So what what have you brewed up this week for us on this truncated but yet oh so important rivalry rivalry week? Yes, thank you, Clinton. Thank you, Brandon. I know Brandon's going high speed to get all the great podcasts going. There won't be time for any other podcast this week. You got to listen to all of Brandon's because you just barely have enough time. And he's like in that race car going to drift mode just screeching around the corner, getting to the next one, making sure they're all just right. And what a great, what a great show. The, the recap show, the three in three out was, I think we just enjoyed relishing in a win, a rival. We win. Don't you wish we could play the 49ers every single week, especially on wins uh, where we yes. get to beat them. Yes. That's most it. of the time we do. And now we're playing a team that I wish we beat nearly as much <laughs> as we do the 49ers. We got to do it this time. Big turnaround going home. I'm going to the game. Nice. So it's on I, you. It's on you. You're, you were putting the weight of the Seahawks future this season on your shoulders and going to the game. I'll take it. And I've invited four people to carry that along with me into there on this action green special that we have. Phil, Phil, before before you dive in there, too, was I got a, a Facebook memory the day before Facebook uh, decided to die and come back where two years ago. I was at the game at 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 that at that time the clink in the Seahawkers podcast guys seats with uh Flocktimus Prime with Keith Ketover, a Thursday night game versus the Rams in the action green. I was and there, yeah. Greg the Greg the leg became Greg the Neg and missed it yes. to, to end the game and it was it was joyous. So I I I wanna I wanna share that because sure people remember that and i want it was that awesome well those the seats awesome are open T2. clinton uh, you and flock may need to recreate the magic from two years ago and go to this game i yeah. may need to charter a flight is what you're saying <laughs> yes well i'll be there with my wife's little brother 
few other friends. One way or another, we will be seen green. And I just hope it's in a good way. And so for this, what if episode five, it is an action green special, green in every category, green goodness, green with envy, or green eggs on the lambs, green eggs on the lambs. We're going to start with some green goodness. Clinton, I think you don't go first on the odd weeks, but uh, you'll get your response here. Did you have something you're wanting to add about this before we get into our action green special? You look no, like you. No, no, I just like the the, the Susian uh, lead in there, and I'm appreciative of you yes. as a human. I and, think, I think uh, green and eggs you. and lamb is yeah. is how you is you just nail it like that. Green eggs and lamb. You should have titled my categories, Brandon. I should have checked green eggs and lamb. It's not yeah, too late. Maybe. This is how the episode's going out. <laughs> okay. I, I think it's, I'm thinking like splat all over somebody and you'll see when we get there, you'll nice. see when we get there, but green eggs and lamb does sound a lot better than what I did. But we do have some green goodness and it's kind of half goodness, but we've had a lot of like half experiences with the Seahawks this year. And so I want to focus on the good man. That O line seems to be a, of course, massive factor. I'd love to see him play a full game, but what if they just play great for one half, not to say it'd be bad the other, but what if, you know, they get fired up and they play one half really great, which would you prefer, Brandon? I know your history on your, how you start, how you finish. Maybe you're coming back to the, how you finish after this week a little bit. I don't know, but uh, if they can just be awesome for one half, what would you prefer, Brandon? Well, I, I am, I, I have to question now my, (laughs) my logic. (laughs) Because, yes, I have always been a a get-out-quickly type of person. I want my team to start quickly and then just coast. But this this defense can't coast. That's the problem. If the defense could coast, if they knew how to operate in coast mode, uh, then I would would stick with the first half. But I think what we saw against the 49ers is very similar to what you're talking about. The Mm -hmm. second-half offensive line... Better than the first half offensive line because, man, five straight three and outs. No good. <laughs> uh, I will take the second half offensive line to get it done and get the win. You want a speed burning drifter like you are with all the podcasts this week. Just tear it up in the beginning, turn the corner and keep going. How about you, Clinton? All right. This one's easy. And since we have to keep it pithy, I'll be pithy. Can you win what if in the first quarter? <laughs> Can you I win what so. if in the second quarter? We Maybe know the not. answer to this one. No. I want greatness down the stretch. And, and there's there's logic here, too. If we're playing great defense down the stretch, well, then we're in that game. And if we're playing great defense, that means Russell Wilson's getting the ball back in a tight game. I'll take that. I'll sign for that. Go Hawks. Double green lights. They're both up. Green lights with, with the arrow. Second half, awesome O-line, baby. I'm going to watch for it. Especially, you know, you know because if you, if you even have a lead at that point with a solid second half offensive line, then you're running the football, you're, you're grinding out clock. That's, Correct. That's it's beautiful that's when it takes it. place. Okay, now we go over to Clinton for the first on um, this of the green goodness. What if this defense has, and we talked about taking a step forward, I'm not, I can't even remember which ones you picked last week, but I absolutely believe the defense seems to have. What if they've actually turned the corner? How will they prove it? I mean, they've had a few more days. Now we're going to play another rival, one that we haven't had as historically great success with, with Pete and Russ. What if they've actually turned the corner? They've drifted. They're going to now accelerate. 
How will they prove it this Thursday for some beautiful green goodness, Clinton? What will we see if they've turned the corner? Okay, this is a great question. What I'm gravitating towards here is they will prove it by channeling the Rams into one thing. You know, like Uh, it's like if Cooper Cup blows up for 192 yards and two touchdowns and 14 catches, but we take away Higby and Henderson is limited and Woods, who has been quiet all year, doesn't have that explosive game. The Seahawks seem to have a habit of like, oh, this guy's been quiet. And then all of a sudden, you know, they they play the Seahawks and, and he's back to back to form. You know, we saw Julio do that earlier, early in the year against us. So I have this kind of odd inverse universe here where it's like maybe somebody gets theirs and that somebody is Cooper Cup and I'm okay with that. But I'm looking for that thing where like maybe someone has a big blow up day, but everybody else is really subdued. So when we go back and look at Stafford's line, it's going to be, you know, men's amends. Like it's, eh, it's all right. He's thrown two touchdowns like that. That's about it. He's not, you know, he's not 400 yards, four touchdowns. So that's how I think they'll prove it is the breadth of the defense steps up. Maybe one guy shines because it's going to be tough to shut them all down. But that would be kind of a, an indication to me that this defense has actually turned a corner in a kind of an odd way. How about you, Brandon? With a game against the Rams, I am not putting my eggs in the defensive basket. <laughs> not going to go there. So I'm going to go on the offense. We have not seen a complete game yet from the offense. If I want to believe that this team has turned a corner this season, then we see first half Russ from the first three games. We see second half Russ from the last game against the Niners. And we have all four quarters of offense. And it's a, it's a tough task going up against Jalen Ramsey probably matching up on DK Metcalf, Aaron Donald up the middle. But if this team has turned the corner and is going to prove itself to be a favorite within the division, we need four quarters of Russ. Bill, I want to call it real quick that I think Brandon might be running for office because he's changing your titles. He's changing your questions. He's like, I'm going to answer the question I want to answer. And then he yes. gives, you, gives you that. So. That's a great question. And let me answer this one. No, you're looking for the whole team turning the corner. I get it. You're talking about, and I said the defense. Oh, you said works. specifically the defense. If, if the defense has turned a corner, what will that look like? But that's okay. They'll you're be able to protect the lead that the offense builds by playing a full four quarters. Oh, so he was ready. Beautiful answer. Beautiful answer. <laughs> They'll be able to protect it. All right. So let's go right to green with envy, shifting gears. Now, green with envy isn't just like we've done with fears and other things. It's I, when I think of envy and the Rams, I think of Ramsey. I don't know about you guys, but mm. uh, what if Russ avoids Ramsey? Is that wise or overly cautious, Brandon? I would be okay with that if it means another big day from Tyler Lockett that we saw in those first two games. If avoiding Ramsey, if he's shutting down DK Metcalf, allow that matchup, allow him to take DK out of the game. That's fine. That can be DK's role in this game. But then continue to attack the middle of the field, whether it's with Tyler Lockett, whether it's with your tight ends. Gerald Everett hopefully back in it. I have not seen his testing status, but I know he had the one negative on Monday which negative is positive, if I remember that <laughs> That's correctly. Right. That's what I want. I, I, I am okay with that matchup being taken away if it means we get the other good things. Yes, another good question here, Phil. So I, I, I dig it. Um, I'm also okay with it. And there is a what if on this what if. And the, the what if is, I think for us to be successful with it, 
we need the Eskridge and we need Everett because we need the athletic the athleticism versus these Rams. If it's what if, if, you if just Ramsey's locking down DK. And yeah. The big thing for me too is like I love Tyler. Tyler's one of my favorite players. Tyler is doing what Tyler often does. And, and it's not like fantasy people would be like, oh, he's just inconsistent. Yeah, maybe. But I think it's a consequence of the dude got hurt again. He plays hurt. Yeah, he, got, he, he, plays he doesn't, hurt. doesn't take time off. That the play where he nearly ripped his knees apart and he sustained a hip injury, he's not 100%. Like the, We have to just kind of face that he ain't there yet. It's going to pro- probably take him several weeks and maybe all the way to the bye for him to kind of get back to being 100% Tyler. So if it's like, hey, DK is going to shut down Ramsey and then it's all on Tyler, I don't think he's there yet. I'm like, whoa, that's a yellow yellow caution for me now. I think we need D. I think we need Everett back from, from the COVID list just to up the athleticism so we can compete on that level. So I'm okay with it. The caveat is we got some of our athletes back. So if you have both back, we can avoid Ramsey all day, but if only only Everett or only D is there, we're probably going to have to work a little bit here and there against. I don't think they're going to have both. What what's happened today? I mean, we got Everett waiting for a test. I, did, did I don't Eskridge expect. Practice? I don't think Eskridge is going to be back in time for this game. Just the way that I hear Pete talking about him, I I don't think we're going to get D back until Yesterday, after this week. He didn't sound great. No. Yeah. Okay, more green with envy. What if Mr. McVeigh exploits our defensive weaknesses? Who will be blamed for our envious disappointment? McVeigh schemes up something, finds some weakness, and just exploits. Who are we going to end up blaming as we're envious of this offense? Clinton? Two things come to mind, and they're coming right out of the three and three out that we had just yesterday, right? So, number one is. Are we seeing enough of Ryan Neal? Are we getting, was Ryan Neal a one-time deal? But like, okay, we're playing Kittle and we're going to neutralize Kittle. And we don't have a Kittle out there anymore. It's Higby. So therefore we don't need Neal. Um, I hope that's not the case. I think we're just a better and faster team when Neal is involved. So that's like kind of a one thing that stands out for me. The other thing we talked about, Brandon, was that Alton Robinson, it was a, to me, was a liability in the run game. And Henderson came back. He came back healthy. His stat line got like completely lost in the Cardinals game, but I think Henderson ran the ball well. I expect the Rams to do what the Rams do. They will throw the ball. And McVay is going to, you know, he's going to hand the ball off to Henderson. So if we're, if we're still seeing Alton, because it looks like Taylor's dinged, we know Dunlap is dinged. I don't think Mayo is back. Well, that means a lot of Alton Robinson. Um, if I'm watching that film, I'm McVeigh. I'm running that. I'm running at him all day. So that's where I'm gravitating. Is like out of what I just saw, I think they're going to pound the rock right, right to his side, and it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I think you touched on a lot of the areas there, Clinton. That uh, that we would be concerned about. So the blame could go to the defensive line, especially with injuries. The blame could go to Sidney Jones. The Sidney Jones honeymoon could be over after two weeks if uh, if the Rams' offense is lighting up this defense. And so with all that said, my answer is Ken Norton Jr. That's who we're going to blame. <laughs> I could see it. We'd be envious very much so. I do I do want to I do want to say something about Sidney Jones real quick. And and I, I this to me Phil and Brandon, I know I know we have a shorter version today. Real quickly though. There I know this PFF grades. And then I know what the data says. 
I also know what my eyes saw. I also know like that the to me the balls were a heck of a lot more contested that he was on dudes and it's game one and dudes made nice catches. Okay. It was either but, tight or he wasn't there completely, he, right? He, he was it was the one play he just missed completely. That that's I can whatever. The play that bothered me the most, though, was the throw to the end zone where he was right behind the tight end and out of position in that. And so I know I I want to like this move because it's not Trey Flowers, but I'm not going to give Jones a a complete pass just because he's not Trey Flowers. He got his hand on one football. That was good. Like, that's better than Flowers already. But he blew up a I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know he was responsible for the touchdown, but I think he was responsible for that long touchdown. And I know he was responsible for the one touchdown that went to the receiver that he was boxed out behind. Yeah, he was boxed out by Dwelly there. And uh and you know, hopefully it's just like something they can watch on film and like next time he just jumps it. Because he was right there, right? So it was just a matter of body positioning. So And Pete uh, gave him the credit for that one actually uh, yesterday with Salt. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Green eggs and lambs as Brandon has changed the title, <laughs> but I'm thinking also green eggs on the lambs. I see Pete Russ, they're cooking up some green eggs over easy and they're just ready to launch these on the face, egg face some lambs. <laughs> what if the Hawks could egg face a single lamb? Would it be Mr. Aaron Donald, Mr. Ramsey, Mr. Stafford? How about Cooper cup? Maybe somebody else. What if a single lamb can just end up with egg all over their face from this game? Who do you want it to be? Brandon realistic. I don't think Aaron Donald is an answer. Yeah, like I don't think that, that can happen, but I that would think be fun. the one, the next most that I would like to see is DK Metcalf just having a, a, a day where he destroys Jalen Ramsey just because he's Sweet. upset over those last couple of years, not having big games against Ramsey. This is the time. And, you know, just even one of those screen passes where he just takes Ramsey and shoves him down to the ground and, and stops all over him and on his way to the end zone. That, that would be the type of play, a nice posterized type play on, on Jalen Ramsey. I, I dig it. I can envision it. The one Law I see in your in your logic is that you have a screen succeeding, which is <laughs> it's the one. DK Let me did have okay my on one of them. He got lucky yeah. on one of them. That's correct. Yeah. No screens to Tyler. I am done with those. For oh a little my while, goodness! But. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Once again, we we really need we need the athleticism of D. Eskridge back, and hopefully we do get it. Which, by the way, once we started doing people in motion and Russ under center and play it's action. Beautiful. The off, oh, lo and behold, the offense opened up when we're yep. sitting back in shotgun and just doing the, 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 the read options, the Carson a la 2019-2020, we kind of stunk, you know? So it's like, just freaking get rest under center and, and use motion. So hopefully we see that from Jump Street. To answer your question though, Phil, I'm going to go with a dude that I think has a ton of respect, probably a Hall of Famer. Um, if we could make Andrew Whitworth if, uh-huh. if he has, you know, look, let's put it this way. Dwayne Brown had a couple of moments where Bosa yeah. put the egg on his face last week, right? Yeah. And it would rotate. So can we do that a couple of times? Can, whether that is Al Robinson over there on that side, uh, you know, coming off the right edge and, and he's playing left tackle. Maybe we get that once or twice because it's like, man, if, if, if Dwayne could be turnstiled, I'd realize Bosa is a certain talent, but you know, we have high hopes for guys like Alton. Can we get that 
one and a half times a game where like somebody like Alton racks up a couple sacks on on Stafford that we're not expecting. And it's like, and if we do get that, that's a big lift because you, you walk into a game like this and you're just like, all right, Whitworth is just, you know, that is just a shutdown. We don't really ever have a lot of success against that guy. That's one I'd love to see where it's like cracks and, and, and everything and crinks in the armor where it's like, ooh, maybe he's finally starting to get old. That's what I want to see. That would be beautiful. Well, the last one on the green eggs and lambs, as you called it, I'm thinking like double eggs, not goose eggs of the score, but goose eggs on the time clock here. We're talking about end of the game. I like to think toward what if this happens at the end of the game. A lot of games I've been at have come down to right there in the moment. Obviously, the one we went to a couple years ago against this team with the action green. What if the game does come down to the final seconds? Do you want to win on a tackle or a touchdown? Do you want Jones gets Dyson, you know, right back in their favorite Super Bowl memory face? Or would you like it to be a touchdown somewhere? What do you think, Clinton? I'd love for us to be kicking a game-winning field goal, but I'm not going to just change the question on you. Like, like you would. On, you want a game to end on a kick, huh? Yeah, yeah we're not going to end on a kick because that would be a really close game. So if it's the two options I'm given, I always want the defense out there because that means we're up by more than three. You know, it's it's three or more because uh, there's no, you know, 17-point field goal. It's not a MTV jock jams. There's no money ball you can bring out there. And Marky Mark can't come out and kick it for us, although that'd be kind of – FCF might do that this year, I heard. <laughs> so that's it. I want the defense to make a stop, and 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 that would be the that be the eggs in the face right there. And- I'll enjoy a big defensive stop. Kickering is, like, kind of interesting, but it's not the same as, like, you tackled him right when he almost got there or you – you held on to that lead. How especially about you, at home, you- especially with the action green yeah. rocking. Yeah, just a big defensive stop to, to as as it goes to double zeros and we walk off with a five point victory. Yes, he stretches the ball out. Bobby and Jamal are landing on him, and it just doesn't quite get there. Yes, and the I horn goes. The excitement of a defensive stop. There's there's not much like that. We've seen two championship games end in the different ways. We saw the curse touchdown to end in overtime to send the Seahawks to the Super Bowl against Green Bay. And we saw the tip that effectively ended the game against San Francisco in 2013. I will take the defensive stop, but the answer is that if we're winning, then the answer is yes. We'll take either one. Yes, they're both beautiful. (laughs) They're both beautiful. All right. Well, what if the game goes how you think? Just uh, we got a couple seconds here. What if the game goes how you think it will? What kind of score are we looking at, guys? Brandon? 34-31. Oof. Wow, hammering the over. 34 31. I'm hoping Seahawks. That's yeah. Well, yeah. That's what, kind of what you it was last time. Like the Seahawks <laughs> one. Um, wow, that's a lot of faith in this offense. Um, and very little in the defense. I'm gonna go differently. I'm gonna go 21-20 Seahawks. I, I don't think this is gonna be that high scoring. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I can see us starting sluggishly uh again I, I could see that i could see that happening unfortunately um 21 20 hawks uh nail biter and um you know that's that's the way it goes when you're playing the rams and and then just like that we'll be three and two they'll be three and two niners whatever and then the other teams can go play sunday we, we can, we can we'll rise. be the number one contender in the division second place that's right i'm saying 30 24 overtime win the coin flip Ooh. 
Ooh, we want the ball. We're going to score. And we actually score. Yes. Free football. Free football for me. If I'm going all the way over there, I want some free football. Nice. All right, guys. What if we say go Hawks? Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.